0: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: G'day guys and girls. Welcome to the SC Playbook Question and Answer podcast. Tim Williams on deck for round 25 to take the questions from the SC Playbook subscribers going out to everyone uh, today. Now, I'm going to start the podcast with some research done by... Matty Broome has been an SC Playbook contributor in the past on the cricket side of things, but an NRL gun. Threw the question out on a podcast this week, SC Playbook podcast, and my name and Evans. And I asked, we were talking about Munster's impact against top eight sides and bottom eight sides in the past, and how he always seems to get up and score well against gun side, big game player, the Mad Dog against the lesser teams, he kind of just takes a back seat and sort of sits back and goes, rest of you boys, do your job. I'll, I'll get involved when you need me to. And some terrific stats from Maddie around it. I will read them out, but they they paint a great picture and ahead of a, a clash with the Dragons this weekend. Very telling. Obviously, Munster, for starters, is in a little bit of doubt. His partner's duty of birth to their bub. Expected to play at this stage, but Jonah Pezzett has been taken out of Queensland Cup, flown down to the gong, and is on standby for Munster if he's unavailable. Matty Broom says, Munster versus top eight and bottom eight in the last five years. I took out the three games he played under 70 minutes, also using the final ladder for each year and current 2023 ladder. Great stuff, mate. Overall against top eight teams, he has averaged 7578 in 52 games, against bottom eight, 71.36 in 38 games. He goes on to say, interestingly, 2022 really boosts his average against bottom eight teams. In that 2022, he averaged, he's broken it down every year. Great stuff from Matty. 2022, he averaged 70 against top eight and 94 against bottom eight. But in every other year, 2023, averaging 80 against top eight, 64 against bottom eight. 2021, 80 against top eight, 63 against bottom eight, 2020. Top eight, he averaged 73.8. Bottom eight, 66.8. 2019, 74 against top eight, 62 against bottom eight. That is such elite stuff from Matty. So thank you for chasing that up for us. And every year except that one 2022 season last season, Quite dominant. He scores well better against top eight sides. So take that into consideration when you're you're picking your captains this week if Munster does take the field. And just moving forward, just very, very interesting to You That's it. Based off that, you're nearly better off skipping him against the better side. So, yeah. Anyway, let's get into it. I'll be dropping my updated trade, skipper, uh, sit-v-start plans, all those good things for round 25 at the back end of this podcast. Just into the questions, though. First question from Mitchell. Lots of chat around Dallin, which his Lesney out for their own home. Thoughts on Charns and Cook's start instead if he plays this week? Cheers, mate. Yeah, absolutely. We had a really good chat about Charns uh, the week that he he did get his head knocked and that conversation around Charns and Dallin. And that week we went through some numbers and, and the correlation between basically whenever Dallin went well, Charns went just as good. So... Chance being at fullback gets through a bit more work, hands on ball a little bit more, so has a higher floor, a safer scorer. So yeah, if you're not sort of too concerned and happy to roll the dice with his concussions, Chance is the safer play of the two, and still has plenty of upside. So a, a great move. The one thing I would be cautious of, and look, maybe because Chance had last week off, they're happy to play him the next three rounds, but let's say they go into round twenty-seven and. Like chances is one head knock away from potentially missing the finals because he's had so many this season. So do they rest him around 27? Darlan will be in a similar boat, but as a winger, far less risky. They might rest no one. We don't know. It's all hearsay, um, or not even hearsay. We're all having a bit of a guess, but I would suspect it's every chance to rest. So maybe you take Darlan to get the potential extra game. If we're going off them both playing all three games to finish the season, then yeah, chance is probably the smarter player. Now, question two from Toddy. Hey, Wim Tilliams. G'day, mate. One trade left. My front row is Taps, Tarpani, and TPJ. To Panglo Jr. brackets. You've got Huss on the buy. Paying Hus. Should I trade Hopgood to Adam Fanul Blake or ride it out with TPJ? I would. I'd be holding TPJ. So they got pumped last week. He only paid 27 minutes. How bizarre! The fact is he's announced his retirement, the bloke's got three games left in the NRL as it stands. So, I mean, as it stands, it's not going to be changing because the doggies aren't making the eight. I don't know what minutes he'll play. What I do know is he doesn't need many minutes to score well. He is going to be so fired up for these games. So, like, you've got one trade left. I wouldn't be burning it to get rid of Jermaine Hopgood. He's been outstanding all year. He's He's a bit of a luxury trade at this time of year. So, no, I'd be holding fire. Don't make that trade. And back TPJ in. He'll come out and have about 14 offloads in 20 minutes. Question from John really struggling with sit start. Aren't we all? Am I crazy to not play Tohu, Hopgood, and Mado? Bracket Mado straight in if he starts, though. Currently starting Eli Katoa, Nikara, and Bateman. Stack CTW says AJ, Garrick, Maju, Manu, Sualii, Wadtenny, Zelezniak, any help is appreciated. You're not crazy at all. So, Tohu, I had a good chat about Dom beers and break-evens, but I think he's a rest candidate. The last two weeks, he's played big minutes because they've been tight games for the Warriors. If the Warriors get out to a decent lead against Manly, they may or may not, but I think they'll win this one well. Every chance at an early shower. He had his first two tries of the year in those last two weeks where he scored really well. So, with your side, yep, I think he's a sit. Maddow agreed. I'm a Maddow owner, and I'm reluctant to play him off the bench. If he starts, definitely play him every chance to start as he could come in on the edge, and, and then Hopgood goes back to lock. But off the bench as it stands, Maddow's fine, and Hopgood, mate, you've got a pretty stuck side there. So if Hopgood's line that misses out, Hopgood misses out. There's nothing wrong with that. I personally would lean towards playing Hopgood and sitting Suali'i, but that's just me. Like, I mean, I definitely would, actually. Question from Richard. Pick two center wings to play. Garrick, Manu, Taruva, and Mouly Taruva has glue hands, peachy back on his inside, so I would be a little worried about him. It's a great matchup against that Titans edge, and they're underdone. She's been such a weird one this year, Taruva. But Peachy, we know he does not like passing the footy. Look, I'd be playing Joey Manu. I'd be playing Manu and probably just Garrick. I'd be happy to sit Muli So I'd go Manu and Garrick. You could argue Manu or Taruva, though, as well. Question from Deadly Jamo. Happy birthday, mate. Thanks, mate. It's not my birthday. I don't know if it's a Hamish Nandy reference or something, but. Look, I'll take it. I'll take it while I, while I've got it. My hookers are Brayley and Sonny Luke. I'm happy with my team. Otherwise, I've got two trades and 323k in the bank. I can go Brayley to Grant, but that leaves me with one trade and 36 grand. Do you reckon just do it? Woofed. Uh the issue is like I like the trade a lot, but I I don't like that if Harry Grant gets a rest round 27 or any time between now and then, he's hardly missed a minute all year, Harry Grant. It could easily happen. You're left with Sonny Luke and Harry, uh, sorry, and Harry Grant, who won't be playing. So you've essentially got to play Sonny Luke. You'll have one trade up your sleeve. So I guess you could then go Harry Grant to someone if you've got a rest. But when you've got someone like Braley there, Look, I I probably err on the side of caution and and safety and don't roll the dice too often. That's my approach to super coach, especially this time of the year. I would avoid doing that. But if you want to take a bit of a gamble, like the Braley to Grant trade is obviously a good one. But with leaving you one trade and only 36K in the bank, I don't love it. Question from Troy Anderson. Four trades left, too many rabbitos. I am hearing you, mate. Thinking Murray to Eli Katoa and Tefade to, to Nick Meaney to try and get a piece of the v Dragons points this week. We're leaving with Cody, Luttrell, AJ and Munro, but should be able to cover the next week. Okay, trades or punt more rabbits this week? Question mark. Yeah, I don't mind it. I The Murray to Eli Katoa. Yep, if you're worried about you, your fielding a strong 17 next week. Cam Murray, I think. Generally speaking, is a hold, but I understand the move. It'll free up some cash for you and looks okay. As, as we said, when you've got a stack of bunnies, someone's probably going to have to go next week anyway. To Tamini as a one-week play, looks great. Sounds like Ryan Pappenhausen will be back for the Storm first grade next week. Whether that's off the bench or starting, I don't know. Either way, it doesn't bode great for Nick Meany. I would be reluctant to do this. I mean... It's just so much uncertainty with Pappy, like Pappy could come back and start next week. If they want cohesion in their spine, which they probably will, they'd probably just start Pappy at fullback with only two games until finals. If he was to play off the bench and Meanie stayed on or even got sixty minutes, say I think he would get less probably if Pappy came for the bench. It's against the Titans next week at Amy Park in Melbourne, so it's another great matchup. So I'm reluctant to say don't do it if you're overall focused, because he could have two massive weeks. But I do think it's pretty dangerous when next week he could go off and play. He could play 40 minutes. Maybe they shift him to the wing. I, I don't know what the plan is going to be there. As a one-week play, if you are head-to-head, facing it's a prelim final and you're in that, then, yeah, go for it. Question from CC, would you sit for feeder this week against the Panthers? Cheers, sport. Thank you, mate. Um, Probably not. I understand it. And the way I've seen it all this year, Penrith, they just kill players, especially when they're at full strength, firing up ahead of the finals, near enough full strength, I should say. It would be bold, but native Penrith, destroy them. He's put plenty of points on. Point There's lots of stoppages for tries. Might not be a heap of ball in play at times, so Fafita could easily punch out 40 or 50. I'm happy to just play him, but yeah, it's a bold move, but... It all all depends as well. Who are you sitting in for? I'm not sure, so that's probably the big question. Question from Maurice. Sit v. start is a killer. It is indeed. Bateman or Asako? I think I like Johnny Bateman against the Dolphins this week. Remarkably, the Tigers are starting at $1.30 favourite. With all the Dolphins injuries, the Tigers will be so desperate to finish the season with a win here, and they haven't been too, too far off at the last month or so a couple of times so I yeah I think Bateman he's a safer play base wise and could easily jag some attack so I'd go Johnny Bateman pretty narrow margin but that's what I'd do question from James who's the better two-week head-to-head play Ellie Katoa or Isaiah Papaliti oh boy I really like Isaiah Papaliti's matchup this week I mean I like the I like Katoa's as well very narrowly, I prefer Papaliti's matchup this week. Next week the Storm have the Titans, so that's another great matchup. Ellie will be right edge running at the left edge of the Titans. Oh boy, that could be that could be him going at Jaden Campbell. Off. Oh, who do the Tigers have next week? The Tigers play the Roosters. The Roosters change their edge back roles every week, so a hard one. I would lean towards Ellie Katoa as the two-week play there. Guys and girls, I feel like this is directed at guys often, but uh, if you're female out there, you're battling with your punting, reach out to Gareth and his team at Sequel. If you do find that your punting is getting a little bit out of control, you sit here each and every week and you listen to me and you say, oh, I should probably should be making that step and getting in contact with the team at Sequel to get a bit of help and get in control, get in control of your punting, but you don't do it. And then that following week, you're going put on a ton of bets and too much money and you, you, you're just battling with it. Don't hesitate. Stop questioning. It'll be the best move you probably ever make. So to do it, email gareth.w at Sequel. .org.au. Sequel, spelled C E C A L. You can give them a buzz on 02 9559 4013 or, probably the easiest way, Instagram. Flick them a direct message at Sequel Gambling. C E C A L. Free, confidential. They're a beautiful bunch of human beings out there to help you take that step. Question from Andrew Is Asako a sell this week? I was thinking about swapping him to Chan's. I probably wouldn't be selling Asaka. I think he's actually one of the more traded in players. Look, despite the Dolphins being short on uh, troops this week, they're still playing the Tigers. And I believe their edges are largely intact as well. They've still got their starting halves in there, so there's no reason why Asaka can't jag a few tries here. The Tigers' edges in particular are so fragile. So, no, I would not be trading him. In terms of chance... You would know, obviously, before kickoff where the chance plays. I, I'd i probably avoid that one. Question from Tom. Could you please pick five center wings out of Dallin, Chance, Marzu, Garrick, Manu, Johnston, and Toto? Would it be a good idea to play Garrick over Marzu in case Munster is a late out? Jeez, that is a stack CT dub. I would play Dallin. I would play Chance. I would play Toto. That's three. I would probably play (laughs) far out, mate. I'd play Marju, and as a fifth, holy moly, they'd near be my whole bench. The fifth out of those, (laughs) Joey Manu. Yeah. Would it be a good idea to play Garrick over Marju? Yeah, probably would. jeez, that's a tough one. Yeah, probably best to be safe regarding the months. So maybe just play Garrick over Marju. Question from Leo. Latrell to Drinky this week for head to head prelims, otherwise upgrading Kiraz to Meany. Which would be better? I like the Meany play head to head prelim. And you haven't mentioned how many trades you have left, but there is the potential issue of Meany and Papenhausen last week, which I just spoke about. But Latrell could easily outscore Drinky this week. And me is a significant upgrade from Kiraz with that matchup against the Dragons. So, yeah, I'd be going the latter. Question from Mitchy: I'd just be curious. Two trades left over pending the Munster ordeal deal this week. Preston to Eli Katoa next week and a South player upgrade. Looks good to me. Lock that in, Mitchy. Next question from Kirk. Pick two for last reserves out of Murray, Maju, Alex Johnston, Garrick, and Tarpane. I would. Play probably Marju and <laughs> Marju and Garrick. These sit V starts are killer. Question from Andy, a sit V start question. Happy days, more sit v start. Nah, it's all good. It is the big one this week. The next two weeks with all the bunnies, players out, potential restings, power by around 27. Hopefully there's not too, too many difficult questions around Sit V start. You've asked head-to-head finals, Asako or Muli Not much separates them in my eyes this week. Appreciate your thoughts. As a sit V, I assuming you mean, yeah, sit V start, so you've got them both, I'd play Asako. Muli Tarlow, it just worries me if the Sharks regressed to what we've seen of them at stages, sort of the back end of the season, obviously not the last couple of weeks where they've turned a corner. But the Cowboys off the bye, playing for top eight, could really be up for this one. So I think Molly Tarlow is an okay player, but I like Osaka against the Tigers. Danny Heath, would you reserve Tarpanay or Molitalo Crikey. <laughs> Probably Tarpany. Big game for the Raiders. Fighting standing around the eight or the four, whatever you want to call it for the Raiders. I think Tarpany, not great last weekend, but we also had what 48 points. But honestly, there wasn't a lot of ball in play. We got pumped. I think he plays better minutes this week and scores well. Mully Tarley's obviously got that upside, but Tarpany just a lot safer. I'd play Tarpany. Question from Josh. Have two trades left. Thoughts on going Hopgood to Eli Katoa this week and then Latrell to Drinky next week, or just go Kalomatangi to Eli now and miss Drinky next week? I think with two trades left, you're possibly playing with Fire a little bit there. I understand where you're coming from. Hopgood to Eli Katoa, though. Like I see the cash gen move there, but with two trades left, do you really want to be getting rid of Ellie Katoa. Uh, sorry, Jermaine Hopgood, probably not. Drinky is a good play, but Latrell on the buy next week. I'd be more tempted to go Kalama to Ellie Katoa. I'll see Kaloa on the buy next week, and just potentially miss Drinky next week. If we knew Penrith were going to rest plays in round twenty-seven, I'd say pull the trigger on the Drinky trade because it'll be softer, but if Penrith are full strength in in Penrith, playing for the minor premiership in round 27, that's a tough game for him. Question from Derek. One trade left. Cook and Luke, Sonny Luke and Hooker. Worth going to Cody or Egan this week or wait until South by next week. Hold fire. The big one with with things like this and going early, you can go early on trades when you have a bunch of trades earlier in the season around origin and that sort of thing and take a bit of a risk, but... Going early on them this time of year, especially as your last trade, like what happens this week if Cody or Egan go down injured and or Cook, whoever it is you're trading, and it just leaves you with no trades and you're absolutely stuffed. So I don't think you're gaining much by going early. So wait until next week for sure. Question from Trent. Love the show and all the content. Thanks so much. Not a problem, mate. Appreciate the, uh, the kind feedback there. I'm head-to-head focused. Have two trades left. have moved Ponga to five eight to get rid of Walker and brought in Meany from the Storm. Leaves me with one trade for next week. Paying hashes is on the bench. Thoughts? Now, I don't have your full side, so it's a little bit hard to, to sort of make full judgment. However, the first thing I'd say is if you could say flip hash this week to... If it's AFB or Tino or someone, I I know I spoke on the podcast during the week that I don't love Tino as a head-to-head matchup. But if you'd flip Haas and then keep Cody Walker, like let's say you could flip Haas and and maybe or if you could hold Haas, can you get Meanie in at CT dub is what I'm trying to say, and keep Cody Walker. Because if you can keep Cody Walker, get Meanie in at the C T dub position for this week, I like that more. That's why I'd be leaning, but yeah, sorry, a little bit hard to answer that properly without the, the full team. Three trades left. This is a question from Sammy: Have the buy head head-to-head this week? Grand final next week. Good stuff, mate. Flying. Would you trade Cody Walker and Alex Johnson to Chance and Dalen? I would hold off on the Chance one for sure. Like head knocks the King turn. Imagine making that trade this week, and then Chance gets a concussion, misses next week. Or, you know, who knows if more signals come up, but who knows what might happen if they decide to rest him next week. I'd, I, The Dallin one, sure, go one of them to Dallin. I would just, is there another trade you can make? Three trades left. No, I'd, I'd do one of them, get Dallin in this week. And then next week, you've got your two trades to do what you want. And you can get a, make sure Chance is playing. So, yeah, save two for next week. Question from Peter Muskins. I've been trying to find a decent 2RF pod. Maddo and Kloan not cutting it. Worth a punt on Nat Butcher? Question mark. He's got the potential to go large, good draw, and has gone on good runs in the past. Or follow the crowd and get Eli Katoa. Firstly, Katoa is a well enough traded in play this week. Fourth or fifth most traded in. Sixth. So with the amount of... So how many people have traded him in? He's only been 1,800 trade into this week. So his ownership's still going to only be about 5%. So it's not like early in the season where that happens and everyone's got trades and everyone's doing it. There's only a handful of people. who will still be very low ownership. So I like Eli Katoa. If you want to get really weird, Isaiah Papaliti. Love his matchup this week. I think Eli is the player. Nap Butcher, look, he's solid enough, but I just prefer the upside of, of other players. Question from Kirsty Brody, DWZ or Chans? We've spoken plenty about this, but probably not specifically this week. I'd be going Darlin' just because the guarantee plays, gets through the eighty, all that sort of thing. Question from Ian: Head to head preliminary final last trade should we go Cody to Drinky? Yeah, I don't mind it. I don't mind it, particularly because you know if you get through to the grand final, fingers crossed you do. Cody on the buy next week, so yeah, run it. Let's go, Drinky. Question from Dan. Hey, legend. Thoughts on 2RF sit V start? Choose three out of Tino, Hopgood, Fafida, Nicara, and Ford. Concerns for Gold Coast fellas versus Panthers? Cheers, mate. Yes, definitely concerning. I would play. Look, I'd, I personally would still probably go Tino and Fafida just because Fafida's a freak and can jag attacking stats against anyone. Tino, I just think, off those three weeks off, he obviously played one game last week back. I think he plays big minutes. So I think he'll get through a ton of work. If He can jack any attack. I just think he's pretty safe. I don't love Jackson Ford this week because he'll be left-edge Warriors. He's going at the edge of Cherry Evans, who really shuts down and jams in on his, on his back rower. It creates space out wide for the opposition, but not so much the back rower. So I don't love Ford as a player this week. Quite like Nicaragua tonight. I'd probably go Tino for Feeder and Nicaragua, but it'd probably be a little bit of a toss up between Hopgood and Nicaragua as the third one. But, mate, I do get your concerns with the Titans. So, back your guard. If you think they get shut down, for Fida and Tino, then sit them. Question from Todd If we could drop The Spy into a reality TV show, which one would you choose? Uh, Beauty and the Geek. Beauty and the Geek for sure. The Spy is made for that show, and yeah, I'd love to see him on it one day. Uh, happily married should be mentioned but he'd fit in uh fit like a glove in that one the other one probably love island i think just because the bloke has his kid off most of the time walks around in board shorts or budgies most of his life anyway so he would just he'd slot in pretty seamlessly to that show too question from dylan i have five bunnies and need to trade out alex johnston thinking between toto and Gagai. i like Gagai. I prefer Toto head-to-head matchup this week. If you're head-to-head focused, I'd be going Toto because he has a better matchup this week. But if you're overall focused, Toto, huge chance of rest before the end of the season. Gagai needs to play all three games for the night. So overall, Gagai head-to-head, Toto. Question, lucky last from Perko. Tahu, Fafida, and Maddo can only play one. This is so tough. Leading towards Mado. thought, if Mado starts tomorrow night, I'd go Maddo. If he doesn't, and he plays off the bench, for feeder. My moves for the week, no trades. I really want Dallin with 10 years of Lesniak. But as I've sort of mentioned throughout the podcast this week, if you, if you happen to catch playbook or Biz and break-evens, I've got five bunnies. I've got three trades left. I've got a couple of nuffs in there. I'm worried about my numbers next week if any injuries, sorry, injuries, restings, suspensions occur. So I'd like to save it the potential for two up my sleeve that week. If I bring Darlan in, it'll be at the expense of playing someone like Garrick or, you know, Joey Manu, someone good this week. So I I just can't justify doing that. But it is tempting. No trades. Gives me three trades going into the final two weeks. Skippers, Vice Captain Joey Manu. Skipper, Nathan Cleary. Sit V starts. Out of my team, I am sitting of good players, Molitalo, Ramian, Braley at this stage. This is one little gripe that I have just with, with the way Supercoach is set up. And I mentioned a couple of weeks, uh, two weeks ago on beers and break even around the setup with the auto emergencies on in Supercoach, big bash and Supercoach AFL. The way that works is you have an auto emergency for each position. <clears throat> so you can set one for each. Like, as it's worked out this week, my best depth players, Mully Talia, Ramian, and Braley, who I'm sitting outside of my 17, they all play in the first game of the week. So like, if anyone gets ruled out of the rest of my squad, all my best players, I know this is an unlucky week for it, I'll be end up having to go. It just makes the decision a lot more difficult. It might even force me into a potential trade. Maybe I play, say, Ramian over Madison tonight as a result of it, but it's just no reward for depth there, which it, it does irk me a little bit. So, yeah, I do – just on the chance that Mato starts, I really want to play him this week. But, you know, maybe if he does come into the starting team tomorrow night that I could sit someone else in my side. But uh, it is a little bit tough. So I, I just wish you could pick an AE from each position so that, say, someone did – say, Harry Grant. I've got Harry Grant and Blake Braley in my hookers. If Harry Grant was to get rested this week and didn't play, instead of being short a player because Braley locks tonight – Braley had just come in as my AE in that position. Anyway, rant over. So, yeah, they're my sit V starts. Nathan Cleary, captain. Joey Manu will be my VC. If those Sharkies, boys, Mouly, Talo, Ramin and Braley all sort of go 50-plus this week, I've got a pretty free crack at the vice-captaincy loophole. So, <clears throat> if they all do sort of 50-plus, could be a little, uh, a little change of plan with the captains, which I will drop in the SC Playbook WhatsApp group tomorrow. Possibly even tonight. Right, guys, that's it for round 25 of the question and answer podcast. Good luck this weekend.
0: Target.